here at St. Cecilia's, preaching is a challenge because we have two churches. And which is the true church? That's always the question. But this is the bigger church tonight, so I'll be kind of looking this way more with the candidates because they're the ones I speak to primarily. But I haven't forgotten you. <laughs> and you can tune in. But if you take a nap, they won't notice. <laughs> you know, before Mass, I was vested early and uh, I pulled out my cell phone and maybe the deacon and some of the servers saw me and they were probably wondering what's he looking up weather or what's going on in the war in Ukraine. But to be honest with you, there is a baseball game going on in Chicago. It's the Cubs playing the Sox. And I was raised in Chicago and I'm a crazy baseball fan. And I basically am because of my father and my uncles. They were crazy baseball fans and it was just passed on. I have been influenced by them, fortunately, in some ways that are much better than that. But being a baseball fan isn't the worst thing that can happen to a person. But you know, in a sense, we're, we're all influenced for good or for evil by others. That's why I think sometimes parents are so concerned about who your friends are. Because <laughs> friends do make a difference in our lives, especially when we move out of that middle school era and go to high school and go to college. Friends become, for a while, more important than parents. At least, we behave that way. My father died when I was 18. And when I look back on my years in high school, you know, I talked to my dad once I got my driver's license, when I wanted a car, or when I needed money. <laughs> and uh, that was, I was focused on myself more than I was on other people at that time. We all have to grow up and realize life's not just about ourselves. I heard this story several years ago. There was a youngster, who, 13-year-old boy, who kidnapped an eight-year-old girl. Of course, he was apprehended rather quickly, and he was asked, well, why did you do that? He said, well, I, I saw it on TV. I thought that might be kind of cool. Well, you know, we all watch television. And television influences lots of people. That kid was unfortunately influenced in a way that's not so good. We, who are disciples of Jesus Christ, hopefully are being influenced by his presence among us in the church, by what we say and hear and do as followers of Jesus. And you know, the first people to influence you candidates for confirmation, even you adults, maybe you joined the church later, I don't know your personal stories, but most of us as youngsters, our principal teachers are our parents. They're the first teachers of the faith. I always like to remind parents, you know, we priests and the sisters and the pastoral ministers in the parish can help parents raise their kids as good Christians, but we can't replace you. So I think you candidates have to maybe just stop for a moment and think about, well, who are the people in your life that have been influencing you for good? Who have been the ones that are primarily responsible for your being here tonight to receive this gift of the Holy Spirit? in the Sacrament of Confirmation. I think it would just be a moment to stop and just be quiet. And why don't each one of you think about who is someone in your life that really has been a, a marvelous influence for good, apart from your parents? And think of that person for a moment. Let's just be quiet. I'm gonna try and think of it for myself. I, I have an idea whom I have in mind. Maybe you too would think about who it might be that has been a special influence for you for good thus far. Some people may have chosen someone who has already gone to the Lord in heaven. Some people have chosen, maybe people who are here tonight or people that you know and couldn't come tonight. But 
they probably would be very happy to know that you remember them as a source of goodness in your life. And hopefully, you too will in the future be sources of goodness for others in your lives. I will anoint you in the sacrament of confirmation with the holy chrism. It's the Christ oil. And lots of people see that as a sacrament reminding us that Christ loves you and cares about you. He does. That's why he gave the church, so that he would make sure the word of God's love and care would spread throughout the world and for all time. But the anointing is not only just a sign of God's love for you, it's a sign of what you're to be for others. You are to be Christ for others. As priests, we feel very self-conscious that we're asked to stand at the altar and stand in the person of Christ, leading people in prayer. But we're not the only ones asked to do that. You and your lives are expected to be Christ for others, to live the life of a good Christian. And Jesus, frankly, gave some challenges to people who are his disciples. He kind of raised the bar on behavior. We're just called upon to do a few things a little better than those who are without faith, without a loving relationship with God. And you know, Pope Francis is always very clever at giving some suggestions about what we should do to be a good Christian. I remember one time when he was kind of new in the office of the Bishop of Rome, he said there are three things that people said more often, this world would probably be a better place for everybody. One he said is if you'd say please more often, that's like a sign that we kind of treat another person with a certain respect and dignity. We, we acknowledge them, we're not just ignoring them. Please, please, when you want to greet a person, you want to treat people kindly and with respect. Secondly, he said, you should be grateful. Thank you. When was the last time you thanked your mom for cooking a good supper? <laughs> when was the last time you thanked your dad? for working hard every day and bringing home a paycheck so that you could be educated and buy clothes and do things like that. Thank you. Never presume that people know you're grateful. It's always good to express thanks. That's what we do when we come to Mass on Sunday. The word Eucharist means thanksgiving. We thank God for giving us life, for giving us faith, for giving us good friends and family, and hopefully for giving us a vocation someday in which we will get closer to him and to other people. And then last but not least, Every once in a while, we need to say, I'm sorry. Nobody's perfect. We always begin Mass in the Catholic Church with that opening acknowledgement of sinfulness, asking God's forgiveness. If people said, I'm sorry, more often, we wouldn't be having all these separations and alienations and wars and struggles. But we forget to say, I'm sorry. And sometimes we don't even feel we're sorry. Please, thank you, I'm sorry. If those expressions come from your heart more often and they really reflect the way you're trying to live your life, this world will be a better place and you will be a good disciple. So, in a few moments then, I will ask all of you to renew your baptismal promises. That's the day when you were called to be children of God, sisters and brothers in our Catholic family. All over the world, we have sisters and brothers that we don't even know by name, but they're part of our family. We're all God's family. And as members of God's family, we gotta be close to Jesus. Jesus has to be first in our lives. He has to be right there in the center of our lives. One time when I was celebrating a 50th wedding anniversary at the cathedral, uh, I was talking to the wife after the mass, and I said to her, oh, isn't it wonderful you and your husband have had such a great life as husband and wife for 50 years? Isn't that nice? You know, don't you, that he really loves you? She said, yes, I know he loves me, but he loves God more. <laughs> And I said, that's probably why your marriage has lasted 50 years. You've kept God, your relationship with the Lord, 
in your lives, in your hearts, in your home. And secondly, of course, as always, not only must we keep Jesus in the center, as I said what Pope Francis said, we all have to acknowledge we just can't pull it all off on our own. We need help. That's why God is sending you the Holy Spirit tonight. He wants you to try and lead a good Christian life. We're all making mistakes. We all do things that are wrong. And every once in a while, we need to just say it and pick ourselves up and keep going on. You know, saints aren't people who lead perfect lives. Only God is perfect. Saints are people who, when they fall down, mess up, pick themselves up and try again. Never, 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 never give up. Never give up. And then last but not least, the one that I think you're all beginning to learn a little bit more. When we're children, of course, we can get away with a lot of things. You cry when you're a baby and your mother comes running and she wants to feed you or clean you or do whatever you want. Well, if you keep doing that, <laughs> eventually you're going to find not many people want to be your friend. When we grow up in the tour, we recognize my life, my gifts, my talents. They're not just for me. They're for others, too. They're to be shared. When you were born, your parents looked at you and said, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm on 24-7. <laughs> I never was on 24-7 before in my life. Well, you are then. We all eventually come to that moment in our lives when we give ourselves away for a cause. Father Carey did it when I ordained him a priest. What is it now? 12, 13 years ago? And he's done a pretty good job. I ordained Deacon Chuck. He's also doing a great job as a deacon. He served down to St. Michael's. He hears. He's a great guy. Your parents, when they got married, they gave themselves to each other and eventually to you. So you too, with the help of the Holy Spirit, must do the same. Jesus is in the center. Pick yourself up when you mess up. Never, never give up. And last but not least, let yourself be a person for others. God bless you. Congratulations, sponsors. Thank you for accepting the responsibility of walking with these people on their journey of faith. It's not just a ceremony for one night. It's a commitment for life to walk with them as friends of Jesus. God bless you all. <laughs>